Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy, been with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? Yes, we have Hannah Collin with us today. She is a triple threat, best known for her role on Lifetime TV's Dance Moms. She recently toured with Joe, Joe Siwa as one of the dancers in the show. Hannah is also known for her work in theater, where she has played lead roles in Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Nutcracker in a Nutshell, and Annie Warbucks. She is currently a local title holder in the Miss America Outstanding Teen Organization, and her platform is Battling Bullies and Raising Awareness, Coping with Teens Being Bullied. And we're excited to have her on the show, so welcome to the show. Yes, I'm welcome. to be here. <laughs> So I always like to start the show out kind of the same way. Um, everybody in the entertainment industry has gotten hit with COVID. Oh, yes. How has COVID affected you? And what have you done to maneuver through this? Well, I would say the worst thing about COVID for me was not really being able to go to the dance studio. I mean, I did tons wow. of classes in my living room for a while. And that was hard. But at least we still had class. Um, I mean, I feel like in Indiana, though, things pretty quickly got back to normal. So yeah. it wasn't too long, but yeah, it was bad at the beginning, I'd say. Yeah, that's like for here, you know, we live in Georgia, and I think we were the first state to open back up. We were kind of the guinea pigs. And yes. everybody across the U.S., everybody across the U.S. <laughs> was so mad at our governor, but we've been open since April. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and you know, and we've been back to church since August. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's kind of the same. Indiana. Wow. <clears throat> so, um, what are some hobbies you like to do outside of what you do? Well, pretty much. Well, other than like dancing and singing and acting and all of that, I really <laughs> like to hang out with my friends and go shopping. And I really like roller skating. So. Yeah, when I was younger, that used to be my pastime. I think every um, Monday, which Monday night was Christian night, but every Monday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, I was at the rink. <laughs> For probably from 14 to 17, somewhere, because I think we moved to Savannah at 14 years old. So from 14 to 17, that was my home. <laughs> so what would you say is something quirky about you? Oh, wait, I actually, I have a fun fact. Okay. Right. So I feel like not, I'm, well, I've heard not many people can do this, but I can make a clover shape with my tongue. Oh, like, wow. wow. Oh, pretty cool. <laughs> wow. I guess that would be considered, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <clears throat> so as you know, a lot of people, they would ask, when did you know you wanted to act and dance and all that but i like to go a little deeper than that when did it click for you that this could be a career move for your life well i started dancing whenever i was 18 months old so really little because my mom owns a dance studio so i oh, was wow. there all the time and ever since i could walk i've just been in class but whenever i was younger i also used to do competitive gymnastics so I did competitive dance and competitive gymnastics, and I was just super busy. But I feel like it was in seventh grade whenever I 
I decided that I was just going to focus on dance because that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And then I just decided to dance. Is that what got you on Dance Moms? Yes. Dance Moms was my eighth grade year. So the summer after seventh grade is whenever I got to audition for Dance Moms. So how was that experience? Now, I'm not talking to negative, the drama. Everybody else can ask that. I want to know, what did you learn from the show? I learned a lot of things. I mean, I, I that was like the first time I've ever like done any anything like that, I would say. Oh, wow. like my first job, my first real job as a dancer. So, but I also, I also grew up watching the show. So I mm. kind of knew what I was getting myself into a little bit. I kind of like had my expectations and I feel like, I don't know, whenever I look back, I was really young whenever I was on the show, but I feel like I just learned like, I don't know. There's, I'm trying to like <laughs> a specific like, thing it taught you perseverance i'm sure yeah and i feel like my confidence grew a lot too because i am people would say i'm really like i am a quieter person but Mm -hmm. i feel like now i actually like say what i think so because that's one of the things about shows you know especially reality type shows is if you don't speak up then you're kind of walked all over <laughs> so it teaches you, you know what? If I don't do something like this, then you know I I have to speak up for myself. Yeah. And that brings me to the whole bullying platform. Tell us about that. Yes, please do. So whenever the show first started airing, a lot of people on social media would say really mean things to me and like my messages and my comments. Wow. Oh wow! The way that I looked on the show and the way that they portrayed me which would say like that I that I don't talk that I have selective mutism that I have social anxiety some people said that they thought I was on the spectrum and none of those things were true about me so whenever I saw all these people saying things about me that weren't true that it just really hurt me and I like I kind of started to believe them at first but I had to like go back to my family and friends and they really helped me realize that these people have never met me and they don't really know me That's so right. thing isn't true and like the only opinion about myself that really matters is mine so That's yeah. so true yes that kind of what made me start this platform because it's about teaching kids how to overcome bullying by spreading kindness mm-hmm. and i just i've gone to a few schools and talked about it and I post a lot on social media about it just to like get the word out. And I think it's really fun. Yeah. And you know, I can't even imagine the bullying side now because back in our day, of course they didn't have social media. And of course both Sandy and I both went through bullying. We did. She about quit high school because of bullying. I did almost. And it was like, um, and so now you've got these trolls that can be anonymous. Yes, and come into your home through your phone or computer and the bullying. So I'm glad that there are people like you that will speak out because, of course, if we can speak out all we want, but young people ain't gonna listen to us. Right. (laughs) You know, young people listen to young people. You know, even when I was young, I wouldn't listen to the adults. (laughs) And I feel like I know everyone's not on a TV show, and everyone doesn't have like a lot of followers who are like some of them are obviously gonna have hate for you. 
But I feel like in some way, everyone can relate to bullying, whether mm -hmm. they've been bullied or who's been bullied. So I feel like it's a really relevant subject to speak about. Yeah. And many times I've noticed, too, that usually the bully has been bullied. Right. That's it's, it's just one of the things where even though they went through all that pain when they were younger with bullying, whether it was from a brother, a parent, a schoolmate, you know, it's like now they have to bully other people so they can rise themselves up. Yeah, sometimes it's like a chain reaction. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about the pageant world. You know, we've got a two year old daughter that we're going to plan on next few years. Yes. Get her into that world. So tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> So um, I can be in the Miss America organization, which is a scholarship pageant. And mm -hmm. basically you compete in a private interview, which is for the teens is six minutes which is with the judges. So you have an interview with them. And then you have a talent, which I dance for my talent. And then you have to do like a fitness routine thing. And then you have evening gown, which is where you walk on stage in the dress and you have on stage questions. So. That's like all the parts of competition and you have to compete at a local pageant first. So I won Miss Collegiate South Outstanding Teen in 2020, I think, right? Yeah, 2020. But state was supposed to be um, at the summer of 2020, but it got postponed a year. So it actually just happened. I just competed for Miss Indiana and I got second runner up which oh, wow. is amazing wow. for my first year at Miss Indiana. I mean, it's really amazing that I got second runner-up. I'm super proud of myself. But I hmm. also have talent and fitness prelims, which is also really exciting. Oh, wow. Awesome. That is awesome. Yes. So, you know, you're a dancer, you're a singer, and you're a pageant person, an actress and all that. If you had to choose, what path would you want to take? Now, granted, we know you don't have to choose a great thing. Right. But if you had to choose what is your most passionate about? Probably dancing because that's what I've known and done the longest. I mean, ever since I was little, I've always wanted to be a rockette in New York City. Oh, wow. On Broadway. And I think that's what I want to do, probably. Something that has to do with show business. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a few more moments. You know, we talked about the dance moms a little bit. We talked about the the pageant. Tell us a few more moments where you look back and you're like, wow, I got to do that. Some exciting things. Well, so one episode of Dance Moms, Jojo um, Siwa came to watch us at competition and mm -hmm. it was actually on my birthday. So that was really exciting. I got to meet oh, wow. her. But afterwards, she invited us to dance in her concert. And that was probably one of like my favorite things I've ever done. I never thought I'd get to share the stage with like a role model that I looked up to and watched on the show. So mm, it was yeah. cool to be on stage with her in her concert and she's super sweet and it was just a lot of fun with all the kids. Oh wow. Now are you still friends with um, some of the people from the show? Yeah, I feel like whenever you go through something like Dance Moms, you go through a lot together. So it's just like lifelong friendships. <laughs> love that now as you know a lot of people they see the glory in um the actresses actors singers and all that but they don't see the grind the sacrifice the tears the struggles that it takes not just to get to the high levels but even a career level within entertainment 
Now, I always want to talk about that side of it because I kind of think that a lot of people gloss over this and they step into this crazy entertainment world thinking, oh, I've got talent, so this is easy. And we both know that's not true. So take us through some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through just to get to where you are today. Well, I feel like it's like time, I guess, because mm. whenever I was younger, I, I would be at the gym all day from for gymnastics, and then I would leave gymnastics early and go straight to dance wow. and dance all night. So I feel like it just takes a lot of time and energy, but if you love it, then you make that sacrifice, and maybe you don't go out with your friends to, like, a birthday party you're at the dance studio instead just working on everything so I feel like that's probably one of the sacrifices that I've made because mm -hmm. I know like a lot of times in school my friends would have a sleepover but I'd have a dance competition so I couldn't go but I feel like dance is what I always loved so I would make that sacrifice because I wanted and to I'm dance. sure a lot of times you get judged where people think oh you're too good for us and it's just not true yeah I feel like my friends were really understanding because they knew that like dance is what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And they, they supported me. And actually like the first or the second week on dance moms, a group of my school friends came to the competition and watched, which was really exciting. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they were really supportive of me, but it was kind of hard missing out on some of that stuff. I love that. Now, as you know, a lot of people, they see you as the front person, but they don't see the teams behind the artists, the actresses and all that. Um, and, but in our opinion, they don't get the love they deserve. No, to be honest. they don't. They're so important. So if you want to take a few moments to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Well, there's a lot of people, but <laughs> my parents. The village. Yeah. Yeah. My parents a lot. I mean obviously they're my parents but also my aunt um april she has taught me dance for my whole life as well as my mom and i feel like you just learn a lot of life lessons at dance and especially being like the daughter of the owner and the niece of the teacher like they're <laughs> a lot harder on me <laughs> it's been really good for me no favoritism so <laughs> no <laughs> but Definitely just like my grandparents were always like helping me get to place to place whenever my mom can't or my dad can't. So probably just like my family and all the dance teachers that I've ever had. I love that. And, you know, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, a little nine-year-old that we bring on to ask a few questions. Yes, his name is Christopher. So Sandy's going to go I'll get go him. Guess. And we have a two-year-old daughter, like I said earlier, that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show too. <laughs> <laughs> So tell us real quick a parent story, um, one that kind of stands out. Now, you probably got a thousand of them where they went above and beyond um, for your career. And you thought, wow, they really get this is my passion. Well, ever since I was in about third grade, I would say, me and my mom would fly to New York for open call auditions for Broadway. Oh, wow. So I feel like that was like kind That's of big. that they went out of their way to like help me reach my dreams and my goals because they didn't have to take me to New York to do auditions, but that's what I wanted to do. So mm -hmm. they made it work and we take me to do auditions. So they sacrificed a lot to get you to where you are today. 
Yes. And I love to hear stories like that because a lot of times I mean, you, you've probably met a lot of people where their parents are like, oh, you want to be a musician. Oh, you want to be an actress. Oh, you want to be a dancer. And they shun it. And yeah. so it's great when you meet people that, you know, the parents are behind them 100 percent because that's just not normal. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Hannah. Hi. So what's your favorite food? My favorite food is ice cream. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't count it as a food. So if you want an actual food, it's sushi. But my all-time favorite food is ice cream. I could eat ice cream all day. Oh, you had sushi the other night, huh? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> you like it too, girl. Yes. What's yours? My is pizza. Pizza? I love yep. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> he could eat it all day long. If we fed it to him all day, he would eat it. <laughs> okay, so uh, what's your favorite TV show? Oh, my favorite TV show. I really like. Okay, well, I have been rewatching Hannah Montana a lot lately. That was my favorite show when I was little, so it'll always have a special place in my heart. But probably Hannah Montana. Uh, that's a good one. What's yours? My mind is SpongeBob. Ooh, that sounds like a great show. And it's been pretty cool because he he watches a lot of the Disney and Nickelodeon shows yeah. now. And we've been able to bring on people from his shows onto our show for him to talk to. That's awesome. I'm always like, I wish I could have had that when I was his age. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Ooh, okay. My favorite movie is, it's a Disney movie. It's called Inside Out. And I don't uh, know if you've seen that movie. but uh, I, I have. The little, yeah, the little characters inside the girl's head, and there's like <laughs> anger, fear, joy, and sadness. I think that's yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I've seen it once. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they had a that. like a mm. they had recently a like a drive-in church thing down the road, yeah. and that, that was the movie they played. And, really? and I guess really he don't remember it, but when he was younger, he actually seen it one other time. When he was like four. When he was like four, so of course he's not paying attention. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Yeah, he, he loves that part of the show. We're preparing him for something, don't know what, we'll see down the road. <laughs> so if you could um you know, I'm trying to figure out how to work because usually like I have artists on the show and I'll ask, you know, what who, who they'd like to co-write with. I guess for you to be dancer, who would you, you like to dance with? Anybody out there, dead or alive? There's so many amazing dancers to choose from. But <laughs> I don't know who I'd like to dance with, but I would really like to dance for like Ariana Grande and her concert. Uh, I feel yes. like that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. she's amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. So that, yeah. that would really be awesome. <clears throat> so yeah. back in 2015, we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini. And at that time, she was up and coming. Uh, and so a lot of people didn't know who she I think she had uh, 28 on the yeah, chart right then of her first single. And, I, and one of the questions I asked her was where she wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask guess that same question, because Kelsey knew where she was going. She had it all planned She out. had it planned out, mapped out. <laughs> and here it is, six years later, she's living exactly oh, what she, she told is. us she was going to live. Yes. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? 
I'm living in New York City and probably on Broadway. That's like one of my biggest dreams. So hopefully oh, wow. in five years, make that happen. You can do it. So let's look further down the road. Let's say 15 years down the road and you're, let's say you're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you've made it. If the person you are today could meet her, your future successful self, what would you remind her? Probably to always believe in yourself. That's something that I always like to say um, because, well, even whenever I was younger, I just had a private Instagram account with like 400 followers that were all my friends that I personally like knew all myself. And mm. I believed in myself and it's already gotten me this far. So if I just keep doing that and being myself, then I can, who knows where I'll even go. Yes. And what would you like for your legacy to be in the entertainment world? What would you ultimately like to be known and remembered for? Sorry, I missed that question. You're cutting out a little bit. Oh, sorry. I can repeat it. Yeah. What would you like your legacy to be in the entertainment world? What would you want to be known and remembered for? Probably um, just for being kind. I feel like kindness can really get you a long way. So I want to be known as someone who treated all of her fans and friends kindly. And I think I'm frozen. But <laughs> yes. And if you could Am relay any message to your fans, what would you want to tell them? Believe in yourself and be kind. That's like my platform, basically. Um, kindness wins. Uh, teaching kids how to overcome bullying by spreading kindness. So kindness is one of like the main things that means the most to me that I like to teach everyone. So be kind to everyone. Treat others how you want to be treated. And yeah. We need to treat. We need to you teach do. adults that. Goes that a long way. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I remember back in our day, growing up, it was like um, it was the teens that were the meanest. I think it was. I think nowadays. And now that they're grown, it's like the adults yeah, it's like, are the ones that need to learn that lesson. Right. Because <laughs> it's like you watch social media, and you're like, um, it's no wonder our kids are the way they are. Sometimes it's like, look right. at the adults fight. I'm like, come yes. on. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> so tell us about some of the theater stuff you've done. Um, you guys are really cutting out for me. I don't know if it's huh. my end or yours. Shouldn't be our end because I know we're. What yeah. I was like, what are some of the theater stuff you've okay. done? Oh, some of the theater stuff I've done. Well, whenever I was younger, I would always be in the local high schools, like shows. So I did um, Annie, I did Cinderella, I did, wow. I think, oh, I did um, Beauty and the Beast and Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Those are just a few. I don't really remember all of them, mm -hmm. but theater has been something that I've done for a while. And I've even done a few like off-Broadway shows in New York that were really oh, cool. fun. So. So. <clears throat> so if you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing or, or you saw him act and they got something special, whatever it is, they got something special. 
what advice would you give them to kind of help guide them the next couple of years if they knew this is what they're supposed to do? <laughs> Can you repeat that? I was like, what advice would you give the next rising star um, that they knew this is what they're supposed to do? Um, probably stay true to who you are, no matter like how famous you get or how many Broadway shows you've been on, been on or anything like that. Just stay true to who you are and remember where you came from. So always remember the people who helped you get to where you were and always thank them. And yeah. Oh, great advice. Love that. Love that. So as we come to a close here, tell everybody how they can reach out to you. Well, you can message me on Instagram, of course, but you can also email me. There's an email link to my Instagram. So if you ever want to reach out, you can always do that. And yeah, it's at Hannah Grace Colon. That's my Instagram and my TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today. and We look forward to having you back down the road. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's oh, our we pleasure. Appreciate it. Thank you, you so day. much.